Welcome to Content with Character, the weekly podcast that'll give you the momentum you need to create content with more ease, clarity, and laughter. I'm your host, content copywriter Emily Aborn, and I'm all about unconventional marketing approaches. I believe in your big ideas, and I'm excited to help you share them in a way that's distinctly you. When it comes to visibility, content creation, marketing, new platforms, and doing all the things, it can be easy to just jump into something without making sure that it's really 100% for you. I've been there, done that, and in today's episode, I'm going to give you four questions you can ask yourself, four questions I ask myself before saying yes and taking on something new. Hi, here we are. You're here, I'm here, and this is the official, official first episode of Content with Character. The idea for this podcast has been building and brewing in my mind since Wednesday, March 8th, 2023, and I have about 60 episodes cooked up and already ready to go, Um, but here we are. We are starting at number one. I have been podcasting for a long time now, but this content with character, this is an entirely new project, a brand new, fresh endeavor. And while I'm approaching it, yes, with experience, I'm still actually like kind of getting my sea legs in these first couple of episodes as we get to know each other. But I'm also super, super excited. Um, I will quickly introduce myself and then I'm going to tell you a little bit of the story about how this podcast came to be. And with that, I'm going to offer you four questions that you can reflect on and ask yourself before starting something new. Because I bet if you are like me, you're always seeing things out there that you want to try and coming up with great ideas and and new things you want to create and send out into the world. There are always going to be new platforms to try, new bandwagons to hop on, things to do, people to see. But the only person who can determine what we actually should do if we actually should do these things, the only person who can say whether or not something gets on your calendar and on your to-do list and on your goals list, that is you. Which is also the exact theme, the entirety of this podcast. When it comes to marketing and visibility and content creation, I'm here to give you ideas and momentum and create action. But at the end of the day, It's all about doing this in a way that is true to you and works for you. And trust me, we are going to get into a whole lot more of that. To introduce myself, I'm Emily Aborn. I'm a content copywriter. I'm also the owner and founder of She Built This, as well as a podcast host of the She Built This podcast. I'm also the host of this podcast, as you can probably tell, and actually a co-host on, I dabble as a co-host on a few other shows as well. So more about that later. I live in New Hampshire with my husband, Jason, and our dog, Clyde, and I'm a big puzzle nerd. I like Wordle, Quirtle, Sudoku, the Daily Goggin, puzzles, 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 crosswords, puzzles, Jeopardy. I just like brainy things. But at the same time, I also like really deep and heartfelt conversations, and I love getting to know other people and their personalities and what makes them tick. I also love reading and writing and learning, and I love my family and then also the friends in my life who feel like family. So one of my most fun facts is that I 
have an endless supply of fun facts. I'm loaded with stories, which will most definitely be coming out as we go along and we get to know each other. I also love a really well-told story, and so I'm going to be giving you tools and really encouraging you along in different ways to consider how you share yours as well. All right, so now that you know all that, you're probably like, geez, Emily, it sounds like you're super busy playing word games all the time. Why did you decide to take on something new and big like this podcast? Well, first of all, dear listener, I promise I'm not just like sitting around reading and playing brain games all day, though honestly, in a perfect world, that plus like maybe a little hiking and a jump in a lake, that is my ideal day. Um, But I do stay on the move. On an average day, I'm pretty productive. I write a lot of website copy and blogs for my clients. I run She Built This groups, small groups and events. I present and speak on other podcasts and for workshops. And of course, I'm always working on my own ideas and creativity as well. Not to mention, I interview guests for the She Built This podcast too. Plus, I like time to relax and clean and I have house chores and I like to spend time with my family and friends. My point is, we're all busy. Like busy is a very old and boring, boring, boring story. And it has always, to me, sounded a little bit um, exhausting. So I don't like to think of it as busy. I like to think that I am active and I am productive and I am living the life that I love to live, doing what I love to do. And these four questions are going to help you to make a decision on something that you might take on that might just be for simply the fact of being busy versus something that you really love and want to be doing. So back on March 8th, 2023, I hired my friend Alicia Galati of Galati Media to do a podcast audit of the She Built This podcast for me. Now, I've been producing episodes there for four years, and I really wanted to know what steps I could take to make it better. Alicia and I went through everything. We went through the loyal listener numbers. We went through how long people make it through various episodes, which episodes did the best and which ones flopped, and potentially why, and so much more. So Alicia was extremely thorough. And then she helped me to sort of rethink and strategize the format for my show in a way that was a little bit more impactful and helped listeners cut straight to the chase. If you've ever listened over there, and I will be sure to include the link almost always in the show notes, um, but you know that I can actually like wax poetic for a solid 10 minutes in the introduction before introducing my guest. So then after we had kind of gone through all of that, the stats and the recommendations, Alicia offered me a suggestion that I was not expecting. She asked me, have you ever considered starting a new show that was specifically related to content and visibility? And I was like, Alicia, no, 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 no. That is entirely off the table. I don't have time. How could I ever possibly keep two shows going plus do everything else that I want to do? Like, why don't I just switch gears on She Built This and focus on content instead. So we did toss that around a little bit um, and it was totally on the table as an option. But to be honest with you, it didn't really feel 100% aligned with why I'd started She Built This in the first place and also what it's become. Like She Built This is very much a community of individuals, a conversation that does take place around that podcast. And I really use the 
platform of She Built This to highlight and emphasize other women entrepreneurs. And it wouldn't really make much sense if I just completely shifted gears and jumped straight into talking all about content and marketing and visibility. It would just kind of be like a, like a what is happening here? So Alicia, she is like whip smart, by the way, and I will most definitely be sure that her information, especially for that audit, is in the show notes. Alicia started mapping out the plan for me and like really showing me how this could work, like how I could actually do this. And then as we were talking through it, I saw it. I just, I couldn't unsee it. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I I didn't even tell anybody um, originally because I already was thinking what people would say is like, why are you taking on another thing? But I could not stop thinking about this podcast. And when Alicia and I hung up on Zoom, I had butterflies in my stomach. Um, I had ideas that were like literally keeping me up at night. Like no joke, they kept me up at night. And I just was so, so excited. So what did I do? I took immediate action on the tips that she'd given me for She Built This. And then I allowed myself to dreamstorm, as I call it, or brainstorm ideas for the podcast that you are listening to right now. So after many, many brain dumps and Google Docs of ideation and notebook pages of enthusiasm and conversations with just a few people, um, I was actually pretty careful with sharing my excitement because I really wanted to kind of keep it all for myself. So instead of polling the entire world for the go ahead and the like, yes, Emily, please do this. We want this. Instead, I just got really self-reflective. And I asked myself these four questions because I wanted, in the case of this project, I really wanted to ensure that I had the inner okay to move forward and not ask everybody and their mother what they thought about my idea. Now, why am I telling you all this? Because I imagine that this happens to you too. I run a regular small group program called the Marketing Momentum Lab, and in it we talk about new out-of-the-box ways to increase your visibility and gain momentum in your business. Needless to say, there are lots of ideas generated and people get really, really excited about all sorts of new things to try. So at the very beginning of each six-week session with a new cohort, I share four questions with them. And I wanna challenge you with these questions today because you can ask yourself these questions before you start anything new, before you add an appointment or an event to your calendar. These four questions help you get started in determining if something is the right fit for you, um, but also how long you think that you might want to commit to it, how long you might plan to commit to it. And as I went through this process asking these four questions in regards to this podcast, I realized that I needed to start doing it with everything in my life, or at least more things. Appointments, get-togethers with friends, opportunities, events, really a lot, a lot more places. I need to start asking me myself these questions because a story I'm working on rewriting in my own life is that I have been notorious for saying yes to a lot of things that don't really light me up because I don't want to let somebody else down. Or maybe I think that there's going to be a different outcome than what I have imagined. And so I'm like, okay, I, I'll just see what happens and we'll go with this. 
Well, with the launch of this podcast, I'm challenging both of us to stop with that kind of mentality and instead focus on creating a business that really, really works and feels good for you because that's what's going to keep you going. That's what's going to give you fuel and keep you excited and stay engaged and curious and impactful. And let me just tell you, you'll be coming from a way more genuine and sincere place when you do say yes, and when you do commit to things, you are more present when you show up, you follow through more, and it's just easier and more fun to keep promises to yourself and also to other people. And in my opinion, these questions can actually be really, really life-changing. So are you ready for the questions? Question number one, do you want to do this? Now, before you're like, Emily, there's so many things in life I don't want to do. I know this. There are a lot of things in life we don't want to do and we have to do. Example, I don't love cleaning my house. I don't want to clean my house. But you know what? I do love a really tidy, spotless, sparkling clean home with absolutely everything in its place. And I don't have a housekeeper. So in fact, when I look at it like that, I guess I do want to clean my house at the end of the day. But you know, there are tasks in our business that you're probably thinking like, I don't want to pay my taxes. I don't want to do my QuickBooks, but you probably want a really successful business that makes you money. So at the end of the day, these are things that we actually do want to do. The key is with either of these examples and with so many things, we don't actually have to do them. Like at the end of the day, you do them because you want them or you want the result or the outcome that they provide. But I'm not really even necessarily talking about those things. I'm talking about the things that maybe should be fun and enjoyable, but there's not really any way to make them fun and enjoyable for you. Like no matter how much you focus on the other side, uh, on the outcome on the other side. For example, collaborating with other people, that should be a joyful experience. Being a guest on a podcast, oh my gosh, that is the best thing ever. Speaking in front of a group, hosting a workshop, sitting down to write a social media post or write an email or write a blog, connecting with that client about their upcoming trip or having a one-to-one with a fellow entrepreneur. All of these things could be a true delight. And if they're not, is there anything wrong with you just not doing them? I don't think so. Like if you really don't want to do these kinds of things, you don't have to. You don't have to take something new on just because everybody is telling you that you should or that you're perceiving that everyone is telling you you should. You don't have to market in a certain way. You don't have to be on a platform you don't want to be on. You don't have to do everything that everyone else is doing or how everyone else is doing it. And I'm going to go out on a really skinny little limb here and say, like, if you don't like social media, if you just absolutely hate it, maybe you don't need that either. You know, maybe you don't need to attend those giant conferences if you're an introvert and like to stay at home. You don't need to say yes to every single project that comes across your desk or every single client who wants to work with you. So that's the first question to ask yourself. Do I want to do it? And if the answer is no, but you still feel really strongly that you should do it, I would recommend one of two things. Uh, One is outsourcing it so you can free up your time to do something that you do like and maybe that's in your genius zone. And number two is maybe you need to 
change your mindset around it so that you do want to do it, or rethink it entirely and find another way to accomplish the same outcome doing something that you really enjoy. So this is going to come as no surprise, obviously, but when I started asking myself this question around this podcast, I mean, it was a yes yesterday. Like, do I want to do it? Yes. It was absolutely a simple answer. The second question, do I have time to do this? Especially when it comes to new ways to market or new collaborations we're getting involved in or new projects, this is really important. And The answer could just be that you just don't have time right now. I know that there are moments in my life when I should have done that. I should have turned something down because I didn't have time right now. And you know what? I forced that time and it left me feeling scattered and out of control and disorganized because even if I don't have time, I am a bit reliable to a fault sometimes, I will find like where there's a will, there's a way with me and I will cram things in and it gets it gets messy on my calendar over here when I don't have time. And then I say yes, despite. So you have to get really honest with yourself with this one when looking at whether or not you have time. Even if you're looking at something that's like, let's use a once a week networking group as an example, okay? Let's look at that being one hour a week right? On the surface, you look at that and you say, no problem. I can squeeze an hour into my week. They meet at 8 a.m. on Wednesdays. I would just be, you know, sitting at my kitchen table doing Sudoku, drinking coffee at that time anyway. So no problem. You sign up. But what you didn't look at was the time that it takes you to shower, to get dressed, to change your outfit six times because you stressed out over what you were wearing before you got in the car, the time it took to drive there, stay and talk afterwards and listen to someone's entire life story, stop for Starbucks on your way home, get home and resettled into your normal work attire of leggings and a sweatshirt, and then try to dig your way out of inbox overwhelm. And oh, I forgot to mention... Don't forget about the three one-to-ones that you have to have this week with members of your group and the prep and follow-up each and every single week. So now that one hour has turned into, I mean, let's just say five if we're putting it modestly. So this is what I mean. Do you have time? You have to be really honest with yourself and say like, what is? what are all the pieces involved in this project and do I have time for it all? And I had to do this with my podcast, which is why I chose to make some changes elsewhere in my life. I had to create space other places so that I could free up my time to do this. And I tell you what, it was not making space in working with my clients. That is for sure. I want plenty of time and space for them. I like lots of space in my life for that. It was not pulling back from family or friends. And it wasn't in what I'm studying right now for my business and presentation opportunities. But I did find my little pockets. And I started making more and more space until suddenly the time that I needed for this podcast, which is about an hour, hour and a half a week, uh, more on that in a future episode, I found that time. So when you're saying yes to something as simple as a coffee date, to something as big as taking on a new client or speaking at an event or putting on an event, when you decide you want to start posting to a new platform or launch a small group or a podcast of your own or write a book, ask yourself that question. Do I have time to do that? If the answer is no, can you find a way to take something else off your plate and create the time? Or maybe the answer is just not right now and you'll have time down the road. 
One thing I really stand by is that one of the greatest gifts we can give another human and an energetic or creative project is our time because time allows us the ability to be present and show up at our best. Recognizing the value of my time has been huge for me and I have really learned to not give it away to everything and everyone. That is my ongoing work, my ongoing lesson, and I want to pass that one on to you too. All right, question number three, can I do this? Now, do not panic if the answer to this question is no. It might simply mean that you need to pull in outside resources or research or learn. As I told you, I'm getting my sea legs again with this podcast. I had to re-look up how to do a podcast. So it might just mean that you need to learn a little bit more, research a little bit more, gain that new skill set, or talk to someone to pep talk it for you or somebody that's been through it before. Um, And maybe the can I do this that you need, it's like a permission slip. And that is a big, big topic with a lot more to it. So I'll promise we'll circle back on that someday. But in the meantime, here is your permission slip to do whatever the heck you're dreaming up, whatever you want, and whatever is pulling you towards it. Even in coming up with the name for this podcast, I went through this, okay? I had about 30 name ideas, and I came out with a top three. And I did run them by some people, and everyone chose the same one of the top three. But it was a different one than the one that I really liked. In fact, I really loved, and it was the one closest to my heart. And here's the thing. I knew the one that they chose. I knew it was the smarter choice, air quotes, smarter choice. I knew from a marketing perspective, it was catchy, and it was what I, quote, should choose. So I started to question myself, like, oh my God, can I do this podcast with this name, this name that I really want? Is that even okay? And you know what? I decided, I was like, I am no dummy. I know the quippiest, cutest choice here, but I'm going with this one instead because I can. We don't need these permission slips to do anything that our little hearts or big hearts or brains are calling us towards. And as I said, if skills are a piece of it, Uh, Think about what you need to acquire so that you can. Or if not now, when can you? If not alone, who can you do this with? So that's question number three. Can I do this? Alrighty, ready for question number four. Will I do this? This is like the full stop question because... Once you've determined something that it's that you want to do, that you have time to do, and that you can do, now it comes down to action. Will you actually do it? And I want to add a mini sidebar about consistency here because there's a lot of misconception around consistency, and I don't want you to get stuck in your head with, will I do this consistently? I don't think that we need to be consistent with every single thing that we start. And I think that we can also start something, see if we like a thing, and then do a slow roll or a quick, quick, speedy exit out of there if we don't want to keep going or if it doesn't work out. So put consistency aside and ask yourself, will you do it? Like, will you actually do it? Will you sit down and map out your first episode? Will you sit down and record your first episode? Will you show up and be all in in putting together this killer event? Will you get your butt in that chair and write 10,000 words a week for your book? Will you send that podcast pitch, that new client proposal, that will you post that post on social media? Will you do it? 
And if the answer to that one is a yes, then I want to go ahead and challenge you. Like, let's take that first step today, literally today. When you're done listening, I want you to do one tiny thing that propels you in the direction of pursuing your big idea. For this show, after my idea generation, after I had compiled all that excitement and all those ideas, then I had to take one small step every single day. That was my goal, just one step a day towards launching this podcast. Get the cover art, find the intro music, buy the intro music, record the intro, record the outro, re-record the intro, re-record the outro. Because quite frankly, the first time I did it, I don't know why, but it just did not sound like me. So I want to encourage you to take that one small step. And maybe that one small step is asking yourself these four questions. Maybe that one small step is making the time or finding the time or finding the way that you can do this. Um, But I do want to challenge you to take that one step that helps to propel you forward in pursuing that big idea. So to quickly recap, the four questions to ask before starting something new. Do I want to do this? Do I have time to do this? Can I do this? And will I do this? All of these questions will help shine a light into how passionately you feel about it, why you want to do it in the first place, possibly your desire to stick with it, how much it matters to you, and what is getting in the way of you starting today. So I hope this was helpful. It was our first episode together. How do you feel? I feel excited. I feel excited for all the things we're going to do and accomplish together and all the different ways we will think and rethink what we think we should be doing around being visible and content marketing. And I hope you'll stick with me for the next episode on what content with character means, heck, what content even means, why it matters in your business and how you can really bring more you into your content and visibility. One quick favor I have to ask of you before you go, it's super helpful for me right now to get your Apple podcast ratings and reviews. So if you have 40 to 60 seconds to spare, can you please go into the Apple podcast app and write me a review and let me know what you loved about this episode and also share it with somebody else you know who's considering starting something new or trying to make a big decision and could use a springboard to get started or not taking it on in the first place. Imagine you could be the person who saves them from themselves. They would thank you forever. All right, bye for now. And remember that I believe in your big ideas and I'm here to help you share them in a way that is distinctly you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Content with Character. If you loved the episode, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast, rate, review, and share it with someone else you know it could help. For more content and visibility tips, visit my blog at emilyaborn.com. And be sure to connect with me on Instagram at emilyaborn. I'd love to hear how this inspired you to take action.